Beer Podcast is brought to you by these cool dudes. What's going on, everybody? This is Tony, and you are listening to the Red Beard Podcast, and I'm hanging out with my boy. Cooley. That's right. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, guys, we are back in full swing. Uh, I took a little bit of a break, and uh, I am back. And, I, dude, I just want to take a moment to uh, thank uh, Jay Costa for actually jumping in and co-hosting last week because uh, that was awesome. It was hilarious. It was a lot of fun, man. Yeah. We had a good time. Yeah, Jay's the man. Um, as you guys know, he does our baller intro <laughs> that you guys just heard. Um, the guy kicks ass. So, um, Jay, thanks a lot, man, for stepping in. Uh, you rock, man. Uh, so I can't wait to have you on in October for the paranormal show. Um, but anyway, um, dude, what's going on? Dude, lots of stuff, man. I mean, it's been what, two weeks since we actually, it's been like two weeks, like since we got together and like did anything podcast related. The last time we kind of hung out was, uh, was at Walker Stalker. Yeah, definitely. Um, and that was uh, that was an experience to say the least. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we met some cool people. Yeah, had a chance to talk to Tate Steinzeck. Yep. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, it, it was a lot of fun, man. But I got to say, like my own personal <coughs> feeling and opinion is that I probably I, I'm probably done with uh, with Walker Stalker. Yeah, you know what's funny, man? I actually um, was thinking about that earlier today uh, before you came over, kind of like trying to recap in my head what we did and what happened. Mm-hmm. It wasn't as good as it has been in the past. I feel right. like I've only been once, but you know, the, the first time I went, I feel like I, it was a good experience, but this time it just felt like kind of weak. Like, yeah. like they were just kind of like going through the motions and maybe it's because we went on a Sunday and everybody was kind of like, all right, it's the last day. Maybe. But I just feel like there wasn't like a lot of like energy to it. And I felt like last year there was. Right. And it, it, you know what it was like for me? Like, I, and it's exactly the same thing that you just said. Like, I was thinking about it today because you said, hey, let's recap Walker Stalker. And I was like, cool. And I'm trying to figure out what we're going to talk about. And literally the only thing that I could come up with was Robin Lord Taylor. Mm-hmm. Um, Kane Hodder. Yeah. Kane Hodder is awesome. And Tate Steinzeck. Right. Which, I mean, all three of those things, I mean, you can't put a price or a, uh, or, or a lot of words to explain the awesomeness of, you know, meeting these people mm-hmm. and having conversations with them. But, I mean, when you're, when all you can think of as far as like, you know, the excitement of Walker Stalker is like, hey, I met a few people. Mm-hmm. And you compare that to like the experience of going to, you know, New York Comic Con or, or San Diego Comic Con or, or Chicago Comic Con or whatever. Right. Uh, we've been to Rhode Island Comic Con and it's like it's, I'm starting to get the feeling that a lot of these things is just like, you know, just vendors like just having little pop up shops. You know what I mean? Well, I think a bunch of them. I think the one thing with with Walker Stalker that is interesting is that um, it's funny because the three people that you mentioned are not even in The Walking Dead. <laughs> like, yeah, right. Like Kane Hodder, Tate Steinzik and Robin Lord Taylor, like not in the walking dead at all. Um, and it's funny to me because I just like, I went there this year thinking like, Oh, maybe I'll meet one of these people. Like that would be kind of cool. But I just saw the lines and I was like, I don't want to spend $40 to like meet this person. Like he's right there. That's cool. You know, like I saw Glenn, he walked right by me. You know what I mean? Like Don shook his hand and stuff like that. But he was kind of like in his own world, like running around. And then, um, you know, Abraham was there. Um, he had like a crazy line. Um, and I think a lot of people are, are, have the feeling that he might be dead. So uh, <laughs> people are like, Oh shit, I better meet him now. And then um, I don't know. There was a couple other people like in the downstairs room that like um, we didn't even, we could have probably met more easily, but didn't right. like Don met the governor. Um, he also met um, God, uh, his name's going blank to do with the staff, the bow staff with his name again from walking dead. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, geez. Morgan. Yeah, Morgan. He met Morgan. Uh, said he was, like, super cool. Um, so, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like there were cool people there, but it just didn't have the same energy that it did last year. And nobody really was, like, <sighs> grabbing my attention to be like, oh, man, shit, I want to meet him. You know, right. I was very close to actually saying to meeting the governor, but then I was like, ah, I don't really care. The thing is, I'd love to meet them all. Yeah. Right? But I want to have conversations with people yeah you know? like if it, 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 let's go back to billy d williams when i went to arizona yeah um i met billy d williams and i've told i've told the story numerous times 
where you know you, you meet him, you shake his hand, he's like a cardboard cutout. Yeah. Right. And when you spend eighty dollars, because that's how much it costs to meet Billy D. Williams, right? You kind of want to at least feel like an appreciated fan. Right. And I, I get that, you know, there's a line behind you and stuff like that. But I mean, 30 seconds, man, just 30 seconds of your time to, to give me a, a couple of, a couple of, you know, a back and forth conversation, you know, Hey, how you doing? I'm doing great. Ah, you know, so it's nice to meet you, blah, blah, blah. And like you guys, you know, connect for a second Mm -hmm. and then move me along, you know, but to like, you know, like this, like, I mean, like. You know, Billy D, you shake his hand and he's just got like, you know, grinning and talking through his teeth. Get out of here. Right. Like, cool. Thanks. You know, I appreciate that. Now I got a picture of fucking the worst memory of my fucking life right now. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. Um, And, and, you know, Stanley was the exact opposite. So, I mean, I know they exist out there, but I mean, to know that I have to pay 40 bucks to find out what that experience is going to be like. Mm hmm. You know, for 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 a little thirty second meet and greet, you know that it's that fu- may or may not be even, you know, a sentence exchanged. Well, that's why what I do is when I go there, I I like I'll scope. If there's somebody that I'm like, oh shit, I need to meet this person, like I'm all about it. Like I'll just get in line and whatever. Like that was like what it was going to be like with uh, Billy from Gremlins with um right uh, with Zach Galligan. I was like, gotta meet him, right? Don't yeah. even care, right? Whatever, gotta meet him. But um, when I go to like Walker Stock or, or Comic Con. I actually take a look. There's my phone going off. Um, I actually look at um, how the person that I want to meet is interacting with people. Because if it's like a quick, like, hey, see you later. I'm like, ah, all set. Yeah. You know, but if they're actually like taking the time to kind of talk to the fans, like that's when I'll probably take a second, you know, and be like, okay, cool. Like, this is awesome. Like, he's actually taking the time. Like, I would definitely like to, to meet this guy. You know, he'll give me like the time of day. So, um, cause pictures don't really mean a whole lot to me. I don't really no. I don't you know, need them. It's funny because, um, when I went to, I think it was Rhode Island comic con, um, two years ago. Um, I met a couple different people. I met, um, Shang Tsung from uh, mortal Kombat. Yeah. And that guy was like, awesome. Right. I was just like, Oh cool. Like this guy is a G like he, uh, totally is into it like i was like oh, a big fan of mortal Kombat. you know one of my favorite movies i was like and he was kind of like uh, i want to say he's a little distant at first like i think they all are but then mm-hmm. i was like just wanted to let you know i was like mortal Kombat is one of those movies that came out when i was taking kung fu i was like i took kung fu for a decade and he like stopped dead right and he was like you took martial arts and he's your kung fu he's like what kind of like shaolin kung fu he's like oh that's awesome he's like he's like do you still train and i was like ah I was like, I I try. I was like, not as much as I used to, you know, because obviously he does. But um, it was just cool. Like, and I had that connection with him for a minute. We were talking about that. And then he actually gave me like another picture, like for free, because I think he knows, like, you know, I studied martial arts. I thought that was so cool. Nice. Um, So just he was awesome. But the other guy that I met was uh, was the guy who played Hicks from Aliens, Michael Bean. Mm-hmm. And Michael Bean was like, so cool. No one was at his booth. I'm like, why is no one talking to this guy? Like he's from aliens. Like this guy has been in everything. Right. And he was in the original Terminator. You know, he played like uh, John Connor. And so yeah. I, I went up to him and um, uh, me and Don were talking to him and uh, Don was like, Hey, you know, I still show aliens. He's like in my sci-fi class. He's like, the kids love it. You know, they think it's like such a great movie and they're always surprised that, you know, like the, what they see, they don't expect things. And I was like, I was like, man, I was like really big fan of your work. I was like, I love Aliens. Obviously, one of my favorite movies is like, but I thought you were awesome in the abyss. You know, and he's just kind of like, I think he was taking back the fact that we knew who he was and like knew all his movies because like really no one was talking to this guy. You know, they're like talking to kind of like the bigger people. But they have these like B-list celebrities that are there that I feel like just get overlooked, you know, and those are the people that I actually look for at Walker Stalker. They don't have lines. Like when we went to Walker Stalker, we, Kane Hodder was there. I met Kane Hodder years ago at Spooky World. And, you know, I met, um, I met all three people. It was, um, and I didn't have to pay for it. Um, I think it was, who was it? It was David Carradine, mm-hmm. who was a complete asshole, right? Like I, I told him that I took martial arts at the time because I was studying for like two years. And I was like, oh, you have all these books on martial arts. It's like, did you act, how long did it take you to learn all this? And he was like, because I know you, I've heard that like you, le- you, didn't, or you learned Kung Fu as you went. And he was like, he didn't really want to talk to me really unless I like just bought one of his books. And he was kind of a dick. You know, like I was saying stuff and he was kind of like cracking jokes with Linda Blair like right next to him. Yeah. And I was like, I felt like I was actually kind of getting made fun of 
for asking these questions. I'm like, why the fuck should I feel like this right now? I'm like, this guy is a shithead. Right. So like, I just like kind of like moved on. I was like, fuck it. Like, I don't even care. And then I went to Linda Blair and I was talking to her and I was like, I don't want to ask her a stupid question that everybody else has asked her. So I said, I was watching the making of the exorcist the other day and it, they had, I saw like when you threw up, they had to put all these tubes on the side of your mouth and they covered it with a bunch of makeup. I was like, how long did that makeup take for them to do that? I was like, it'd take a long time. And she literally said, what do you think? That's what she said to me. Who, who was that? Linda Blair. She, the, had, she said, what do you think? That's what she said. And I'm like, what the, f-? and I said, I don't know. That's why I'm asking you. Like, I kind of got pissed. I'm like, this is two out of fucking three right now. Yeah. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And so, um, and then like I had my buddy Hector with me and Hector like doesn't give a fuck and he doesn't care who Linda Blair is. So like, I was like, I had her sign something cause I'm like, whatever, it's Linda Blair. I'll, I'll keep it. And it's funny cause it's like, you said that's like the worst memory, the picture you have. Yeah. I have that autograph and every time I look at it, I think about how shitty that was. Yeah. yeah and it's and like, it fucking sucks. I have this fucking black and white autograph picture that like is just a remind, but I met her last year again. I, I, I was like, I'm not paying for it, but Don wanted to meet her and I'm like, I'll give her, a, I was like. He's like, are you going to meet her? I was like, no, I'm not going to pay for it. I was like, but I'll go up there with you. I was like, because I'll, get, I'll give it a second chance and see if she's nice to me this time. She was nice, but I think gave more. She was there, like, also, like, more concerned about, like, this charity for dogs that she supports. Right. And I was like, oh, cool. I was like, I was like, so, uh, yeah, I was like, my sister has a pit bull. I was like, nicest dog ever. And she's like, yeah, they get a bad rap. And she was kind of talking to me about that. And I was like, by the way, I was like, I met you years ago at Spooky World, and I wanted to be like, and you were a bitch, but I didn't say that. <laughs> I was like, I met you years ago at Spooky World. I was like, um, I was like, it's a long time was, ago. Maybe she was possessed at Spooky World. Maybe she was. That's such a bad joke. <laughs> so, but going back to the original point is Kane Hodder was there. Yeah. And Kane Hodder, dude, was so nice to me at Spooky Freaking World. Awesome. I was like, and he, it's funny, dude, because he looked like 10 oh, years. Oh, that's right. You're still talking about Spooky World. Yeah, he looked right. 10 years younger. When I saw him this year, I was like, shit, he got fucking old. <laughs> but it was like, that was like 10 years ago, right? Yeah. More than that. That had to be in like, dude, that had to be in like 2001. Like, that's ridiculous. So, he was nice to me. He was talking about, uh, you know, just being Jason and what that was like. And I'll never forget because I, I'll never forget that. And I said to him this when we met him, I was like, I met you years ago at Sweaker World, man. I was like, and uh, I was like, you were telling me how, you know, you used to make stupid faces behind the mask when you go up and kill people. And he was like, yeah, he's like, I, and then t- this time he was like, yeah, he's like, I used to make noises. I'd wake up right as I'd go up to somebody to stab them. I'd just go, Pop. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, but you never know any of that, you know, because it, I don't know. I just, so he was still a cool guy. I've been doing these for how many years now? And he's still cool. That's I, how it should be. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't understand. Like, so you have actors that, you know, they, they, they play a role and they do it so that people would appreciate what they're doing. Right. And then when people appreciate what they do, they treat them like shit. Right. But right. why not all actors? Obviously not all actors. Cause there are a ton of them out there that are great. Like you just mentioned Kane, uh, awesome guy. Uh, but I mean like, you know, you get people like Billy D Williams, you get people like William Shatner from what I've heard, Is that uh, asshole? you know, like, and, and they just like, you know, they don't, they don't, they don't get it. They don't understand, you know, why, you know, mm. this guy is asking so many questions or why, you know, you know, dude, it's because you did something great that made that person believe in that character and in that, in that thing. Right. So, so much that they wanted to ask you questions about it, you know, and they want to know what the process was. They want to, and I don't care how many times you have to answer that question. You answer it. Like it's the first time you've got to, you got to ask that question. Yeah. But dude, you have a different mindset. Like you have a different mindset than them. You know, like there's some people out there that don't fucking give a shit. They just don't care. They're there. Dude. Why are they there to make money? That's all that they're there for. Then find something else to do because you're not doing the job that you, you got paid to do because your job is to be the person that you signed on to be and don't go to a fucking convention. Right. To, to, to promote that. If that's not what you want to do. Yeah, but they don't care. They don't care. Like, William Shatner doesn't give a fuck. Like, William yeah. Shatner goes there because he's going to make money. Billy D. Williams is going there because he's making it, like, a couple fucking thousand. I mean, dude, um, the guy who played Herschel, that fucking guy had a line that it had to be, like, had to be, like, 70 people when I was standing in it. Not to mention the rest of the day. He's charging, like, $40, like, for a picture per person. Like, think about how much money he's making. A shit ton of fucking money. Who is it? The guy who played Herschel on The oh, Walking yeah. Dead. 
super nice guy. Super nice guy. I met him. Super nice guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, if you look at other people like, um, and that's, that's just it. Like people like that deserve that kind of money. You know what I mean? Yeah. But there's, but like I said, man, it really comes down to them not giving a shit. You know, they've been doing it for so long. The power's going to their head. They are sick of answering the fucking questions. They just want to make money and get out of there. And they don't want to have to interact with a bunch of nerds. That's the fucking way that they look at it after a while. And that's stupid that they do. And it's fucking horrible, but some people don't give a shit. But I mean, the majority of the people at the walking dead or Walker stalker from what I heard were awesome. Um, we got a chance to talk to Robin Lord Taylor um, for a good five minutes. And he's another guy who just took the time. Like, we didn't even pay anything. No, yeah. We walked up to him. And we were just like, hey, because all we wanted to do was talk to him because we knew that he was going to be at Rhode Island Comic Con. Yeah. And he's also going to be at uh, NYCC. So that's yeah. awesome. We wanted to see what we had to do to, in order to, like, get to talk to him at Rhode Island. Hopefully, mm. you know, that all pans out. But, I mean, it wasn't like I didn't feel like he shut us down. No, he we know? were just we went up to him. I was like, yeah, you know me. We just want to say hi. He's like, yeah, come on in. Awesome. He was just like, what else? Talk. And we were just talking to him and talking to him about Gotham and how he thought he was doing a great job. And he was like, like really like gracious about it. And um, he was just funny. He like because we were just talking about Batman. Yeah, I don't then, know. Did you, did did he do this for? I th- I thought he like did this in front of all of us. But like, didn't he like didn't he like lean in and like just like cover his mouth up like he's telling us a secret and go fucking mayor of gotham yeah 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 well he well he looked at don he, he looked at all of us he's, he's like he's like hey he's like come out to tell you a secret and then yeah he's like fucking mayor of gotham yeah <laughs> and we were like and we just laughed and i was like oh that's fucking awesome you know he was just a ball buster um like it truly just made me want to watch that show because like i'm not yeah i'm not a huge fan of the show like i watch it every now and then but like mm-hmm. now like when the new season comes out i'm gonna check it out like because mm. And and that's what that's what I'm getting back to, like the whole idea of like how these people act. It's like it's because of us and not I'm not talking about Redbeard podcast. I'm talking about like fans in general. It's because of us that they are popular and that they are, you know, that they are good at what not they're good at what they do regardless. Yeah. But if everybody knew what was underneath, like, you know, what the real person was like. Right. May not like you so much. True. It's just like it's just like these girls, man. Like they they get themselves painted up all pretty. They look great, but then they have a shitty attitude. It's like you don't even want to fucking talk to them. Yeah. You know, you buy them a drink, you sit down, you talk. They're like, mm, and you're like, oh <laughs> fuck this girl, right? Yeah. Like you know when you when you got your cleavage together, you are looking for somebody to look at it. But if I look at it, I'm an asshole. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You ever hear that joke that Dave Chappelle said? He goes, he goes, I like how like girls get really pissed off. He's like, you know, if you if you you treat them like a slut. He's like, because they dress like that. He's like, or whatever. He's like this. He's like this girl, like literally is walking around and she's got like these, she's got like a really short skirt. Like literally he's like, I can see the bottom of her ass. He goes and literally like her boobs are busting out. Like she's basically got nothing on. He goes, and I looked at her and she's like, what are you looking at? And he's like, I'm looking at you being half dressed. He's like, what are you talking about? She's like, she's like, oh, just because I'm dressed this way. She goes, you think you can look at me like that? And he goes, yeah. He goes, bitch. He goes, you know what I'm going to fucking do? He goes, that's like me putting on a fucking police outfit. He goes, hanging out on the street. He goes, and somebody comes up to me. He goes, and then you run up to you like, help, help. He's like, what? Just because you think I'm dressed this way, I'm a cop. (laughs) And I thought it was so funny, you know, it's a good point. You know, I mean, you should never call anybody, any girl slut, but you know what I mean? It's just like, and and for the the ladies out there, I mean, just that you can relate to what we're saying. I mean, like I'm going to flip, I'm going to flip it around and, Mm. and, and talk about maybe these guys out there that are dressed in like, you know, these nice three piece suits with their hair all done nice, you know, look like, you know, you could bounce a quarter off their head and it wouldn't fuck up their hair. Right. Yeah. And like, you know, you go up to them like you think they're cute and you go up to them and like, you know, but they're too fucking concerned with talking to somebody on their little Bluetooth headset. Yeah. To pay you any mind. Yeah. Right. And then they like they look at you and they maybe put a dollar in your cup and it's just like a fucking cup of coffee. You weren't trying to get money, but like they act like you're a fucking poor little girl. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's what we're talking about. That's that's the that's the uh, type of like misdirect that we're talking about when somebody's like, you know, dressed yeah. nice and looking good. And then they present themselves as a fucking dick. Yeah, exactly. Um I, I will I will say this though, just to kind of flip the switch. I I definitely want to talk about this because I mentioned this to you earlier. So um, Kevin Smith basically like owned this troll uh, on the internet about I think this past week, and I need to tell you what happened. So for those of you that don't know about this, this is an awesome story, um, which makes me even a bigger fan of, of Kevin Smith. Um, so basically, um, what happened was, uh, and I don't know if you know this, but his daughter's name is Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn Smith. So anyway, uh, 
Yep, knew it. Yep. So basically, <laughs> uh, this is basically what happened. Um, I'm just going to read this little piece of an article here. So, um, yeah, he was on. He, somebody she posted she posted something, a picture of her, and um, this troll actually came online and said. To her specifically, he goes, you're ugly as shit. He goes, in the steaming horse shit of a movie. And I'm basically going to say the C word twice just so you guys can get the harshness of this. You're ugly By as C shit. word, he means cunt. Yeah. You're ugly as shit. And that steaming horse shit of a movie, uh, yoga hosers, should be banned. Fuck your talentless cunt of a father for trying to compare it to the Matrix. You're cancer, and I sincerely hope you end up like Lindsay Lohan and dead. And so basically, that's what this guy said on her Instagram, right? So... On... on- Harley Quinn Smith's yeah, Instagram. Instagram. And this is basically like directly to her. And this is what her father said. Basically like hit him right back. And it's, it's about a paragraph, but it, it's fucking amazing. He goes, he goes, but here's a nickel's worth of free advice for folks like this troll. If you hate me or my kid this much, the, the better use of your time is to make your dreams come true instead of slamming others for doing the same. The best revenge is living insanely well. So if you want to get back at a 17-year-old girl for the grievous crime of enjoying her life, the best way to do it is to succeed in your own existence. Show the world why we should be paying attention to you instead of anyone else. Because randomly attacking others merely communicates how creatively and emotionally bankrupt you are. You think you have something to offer the world, but others are getting all the attention? Don't bitch or punish the world. Just create. Create something nobody's ever seen before, and there's a good chance the world will notice you. Attacking teen girls on the internet is the saddest form of masturbation that exists and requires no discernible skill or talent. You want attention? Don't make yourself mad. Make something original and fun. Because if you're not being useful in this world, you're being useless. Don't be useless. Go make stuff that make people happy. Boom. Like, like, what the hell can you say to that? Like, he literally shut that guy down in the most positive fucking way ever. And that's why we love Kevin Smith. Dude, like, awesome. Yeah, like, dude, that's like, I mean, it's, and, and it, he, he shut him down and he was completely positive about it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, this guy's obviously pissed off because he's got nothing going on in his he life. He didn't once directly attack that guy. No. Which is awesome. Right. And what's that guy going to say? He's going to be like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go make something. Shut good. up. <laughs> I'll go make something creative. Okay. But I just thought it was like the most perfect thing that he could have ever said. And he owned this guy. You know what I mean? And I don't think the guy responded because there's like a screenshot of uh, of her Instagram where like that guy actually um, like posted that long comment mm-hmm. and like <laughs> there's nothing after that. It's like no, like everybody else like liked the photo, but nobody talked about what he said. And yeah. he went back and literally just like laid into this dude. So I just I mean, and it, it literally went viral because people were like losing it that he actually went in and like, of course, he's going to like defend his daughter. And she's yeah. 17. And this guy's literally just shitting on her for no reason. You know, just because he's got nothing going on in his life is probably envious of her success. You know what I mean? Or the fact that she has a great life because Kevin Smith is her dad and that's a ton of money. You know, but I mean, she's privileged. But seriously. So I did take something out of what the guy said. Did Kevin Smith kind of say that Suicide Squad was like the Matrix? No, no. He said, um, I I don't know. Oh, he also said... um, he also put, um, at the beginning of that, he put, what's it like to be my daughter, 17-year-old Harley Quinn Smith, received this message simply for the heinous crime of posting a pic of himself, herself on Instagram. Um, and he put, I have zero clue what the reference to The Matrix is all about. <laughs> wow, way to unload on a teen girl because you have nothing to do in life. <laughs> and then that's when he started that other thing. All right, all right. Good because I was like, yeah, I didn't get it either. That doesn't make any sense, and I can't imagine that he would compare the the two because there's no comparison. No, it makes no sense. Yeah, yeah, all right, at all. So uh, that was something that happened in the news this week that I thought was worth mentioning. Um, that's awesome. I appreciate you sharing that with me because I didn't know about that, and that's it's fantastic. Oh, it's fucking great, yeah. dude. Um, I do want to. Uh, talk about one other thing and, and well actually we'll we'll get to that um it's a it's a part of this now i did recently see suicide squad yeah me too and i know you're aching to talk about this so yeah um i mean here's my thing i i waited um for the rush just because i had a lot of stuff going on um which is obviously which is why i couldn't be on the podcast last week but um i um 
I went to see Suicide Squad with my wife, and I loved it, man. I really did. I thought it was excellent. I thought they did a great job. And for me, it was like I, I the movie was getting trashed, and I was just like, you know what? I'm not going to listen to these reviews. I'm sick of going to movies and shitting on everything and trying to figure out what's wrong with it and why they didn't do this and why they didn't do that. And this could have been done and this could have been done better and they could have switched it. Fuck that. I'm literally just going to go in and accept it for what it is. And I was entertained the entire time. There wasn't one point where I got bored. The only criticism that I do have is I don't know why they made Killer Croc's lines so stupidest things he could have ever said. Like, I feel like Killer Croc could have said some stuff that was a little bit cool, but they, they just seem so corny, like one-liner, like Arnold Schwarzenegger lines. Um, but I mean, other than that, I mean, that's the only time where I kind of laughed and I looked at back and I was like, that was kind of stupid. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. that was corny. Yeah. But I didn't have a problem with any of the characters. I thought they all did a great job. I thought uh, Margot Robbie was, like, unbelievable as Harley, Harley Quinn. I thought she killed it. Yeah. Um, I mean, down to, to everything. I mean, uh, Harley Quinn as a Harley Quinn as a as a video game character is very different than the Harley Quinn in the movie. But I felt like she got as close to that as humanly possible. Like I found her interpretation of that character awesome, especially when Batman jumps on the like the Lamborghini they're racing around in. Yeah, and she's like, "Batsy always ruins everything." I'm like, "Oh, that's like right out of the fucking video game. Like that's right out of the comic." Right. You know, like I thought it was great. Um I felt like the the Joker, uh Jared Leto's interpretation of the Joker was very different, but I also really liked it. Um I I feel like I felt like I I heard this going in so I wasn't surprised that the Joker was in it for like a minimal amount of time. Mm-hmm. But I still when he was on screen like I was like captivated by him. Right. Um I thought Will Smith was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I liked Viola Davis. Like, I don't know. It's just like everybody. I, I mean, there were, I thought everybody did a great job. I thought the, the movie made sense to me. The plot made sense. I don't know what people are bitching about. I mean, I feel like they're going to find something to shit on because it's DC. Um, you know, if it's not Marvel, it's DC. Let's take time to find everything wrong with it. So, but I don't give a fuck and I really loved it. So I'm interested to see what you have to say. Yeah, um, I agree with a lot of the stuff that you had to say and a lot of the reasons why you liked the movie or mm-hmm. loved the movie are a lot of the reasons why I liked the movie. Um, some of the reasons why I didn't love the movie mm-hmm. is has nothing to do with the fact that it was DC. Absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, what it has to do with is just oversights by the writers or directors. And, and I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that uh, Batman versus Superman was critically like demolished yeah. So they like the studio stepped in and they wanted to do different things with Suicide Squad mm-hmm. instead of letting the director put his vision on the screen. Um, so, like, I mean, you had these great characters, fantastic characters. I mean, like, I thought they were all well, well portrayed. The only one I didn't like so much is exactly the one that you mentioned, which made it made my heart warm when you said that, you know, Killer Croc had stupid lines because mm. I hate it. Killer Croc when he opened his mouth. Yeah. If his mouth just, if he didn't say anything, he would have been fine. Yeah. But like when he opened his mouth and he said stupid shit like, you know, not me, shorty. I'm beautiful. Like I want, I I just wanted to slap him. Like I I could not, I could not stand anything that came out of his mouth. But that's besides the point. Uh, So, so yeah, like, I mean, like some of the, some of the shit that took me out of it was like, number one, like the number one problem that I had with it was you have, Viola Davis, like pitching the Suicide Squad to, you know, this, this, uh, I, I don't know who it, like, is it like Homeland Security or whoever yeah, it is? Yeah, basically. It's like right? the, the United States government. Yeah, like she's trying to get approval for this, right? And the, <laughs> it, it was just hilarious to me. Like the, the fucking selling point that she's trying to, to make is what if Superman wanted to kill the president? Mm-hmm. You want to know what happens if Superman wants to kill the president? He kills the president. He kills the fucking president. The suicide squad that she's putting together is not going it's, to... It's exactly that. It's a suicide squad. Because if Superman wants to kill the president, he will kill the suicide squad, then kill the president. Yeah. Because none of them were going to do shit against Superman. Yeah. They can't beat Batman. And Superman almost fucking destroyed Batman 
Right. The, that was one of the things that I, I will agree with is, and I, and I don't, I don't take, I'll definitely agree with you on that point. When she was, when she was talking about that, or the guy was like, let's just say that Superman wants to fly right. into the white house. And I'm like, yeah, that's, that's a valid point. And that totally could happen. It wouldn't though. But I'm like, okay, if it did happen, I'm like, I don't think dead shots going to fucking make a difference. Yeah. <laughs> like that doesn't make a difference. Like it's cool, but like the bullet isn't going to hit nope. hurt Superman. It'll hit him, you know but it'll I mean? bounce off. Yeah. You know, so that was the Harley thing. Quinn's not going to stop him with her bat and, yeah. and a boomerang's not going to stop him and kill a croc will break his teeth on his shoulder. And, uh, who's the, who else is there? Diablo is going to fucking try and burn Superman. It might burn the suit, but not Superman. Superman's just going to fucking kill all of them and then kill this, kill the president. Right. Right. So that that's number one. That that was my number one gripe. I, as soon as they said that, I was like, okay, well, the premise of why you are having a suicide <laughs> squad no is, is flawed. Yeah. Right. Um, then they actually give, and, and he, so so I loved it when he, I loved how he because he he did he said exactly what I thought. Um, they gave Deadshot a loaded gun, an actual loaded gun, and then he was like, all right. Are y'all crazy or some shit? Yeah. Like they said his little Will Smith line, yeah. right? And I was like, his Will Smith line, because <laughs> <laughs> it was Will Smith. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, yep, that that is that is exactly what I'm thinking right now. These people are crazy, giving Deadshot a loaded gun, um, and that could have worked out awful for them. Yeah, you could have killed all of them, all of them. But then again, they as as because there was a table full of loaded guns. Yeah, but I although you do say that. Um, Every one of the guys behind him had a gun. So, I mean, like, all they had to do was shoot at him once in the head and he would have went down. Mm. I mean, so, yeah, I get that. But, I mean, like, after he shot, like, one or two people, he would have been killed. Um, the, uh, one, of the, one of the biggest things, though, is the, is the villains. Mm-hmm. Right? So, you have the villains. And I have, first of all, I don't know who the fuck the villains are. And I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I honestly don't give a shit about the villains at all. Right. And at the end of the movie, you have the, and they try to build these things up as like, you know, these like, these crazy, powerful villains that you have to take down, right? Enchantress decides that she's not going to use any of her fucking magic or abilities and she's going to fist fight the Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. The, you heard what I just said, right? She's yeah, gonna, yeah. She's not going to use any of her magic and abilities, and she's going to fist fight the Suicide Squad. All right. Cool, right? No. So, <laughs> so then, then the other problem that I had was that her, her brother, who I still don't know what his fucking name was, like, did they ever give him a name, or is it, was it just her brother? I think it was like brother. Brother. Evil. <laughs> right. Right. Evil brother, right? So yeah. her evil brother. <laughs> You're playing evil brother. Right. I wonder what it looks, what it is in the in the uh, casting. Look it up online right now. Just see if like I go to keep talking. I'll look it up. All right. So, so he is like a tank, right? Like he's just crushing everything. Like you throw a unstoppable, right? Fucking bomb stops him, right? Like they set off a bomb and he's dead, right? Dead. Oh no, brother! What are we gonna do? It's all over. No, why? How? How did you kill a god with a bomb? I don't know. Thank you. So I'm not picking it apart and I'm not trying to be a dick, but there were things in that movie that you would look at and you got, you have to say this shit makes zero sense. And I'm sorry. Like, I mean like the rest of the movie was great. Like, and like the characters were great. And and if it wasn't for the characters and the performances and, and how it all came together and like how the, how the squad actually represented I would hate that movie, but they had enough charm and enough like and enough love for the the characters themselves that I was I was cool with it. And I I actually left that movie with a smile on my face. I enjoyed it, but I could not I can't I can't say like you did that. I absolutely loved it because there was so much wrong with the actual story, the plot, the the way that it all came together and like the the final solution to killing and and and, uh, Rob actually mentioned that in, in this I totally saw it after I saw the movie the ending was Ghostbusters mm-hmm. off the, like I said I haven't the seen ending Ghostbusters was, so no no not, not, not that Ghostbusters the ending was the ending of the original Ghostbusters minus the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man mm-hmm. yeah you had, no, you, no, had, I, you, had, you had you had yeah I can see that 
Yeah, mm-hmm. Gozer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. Who was the enchantress? Right, right. And then, like, when everything was said and done, and you thought she was dead, she all they she they just had to peel the shit off her, right? Plus, you had the building with all the shit swirling around the top of it, and mm-hmm. it, it was, and and they all like show up, and they're fucking like these regular people, like, and they're facing a god. Are you a god? Right, like, mm-hmm. dude, fucking ghost, but like, they just like nobody in the studio said, "Hey, we uh, are we." Are we doing Ghostbusters on purpose? Like, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean it's it's funny because like when it was uh when they were going up to the top of the building, like that's what I thought I was like this is kind of like Ghostbusters, but yeah. then like I forgot about it. Um, yeah, no, I mean I I definitely agree. I mean I think there those are valid points. I mean things that I didn't necessarily like really care about or notice like when I was there. I, I like for me it was just like I decided to go into go into it and just kind of accept it. You know, mm-hmm. like this is what they were gonna do. Like I didn't really like really like notice those things i guess i mean but still it doesn't really change what i thought about it like i thought it was great like for me that stuff is acceptable when you don't have anything better to gauge it against you Mm -hmm. know what i mean yeah when you have better shit out there like you have to set the bar a little higher when you're making a movie and trying to launch a, a connected universe like marvel did um i mean the the jury's still out on Doctor Strange. I don't know what that's going to be like, but so far everything that Marvel's done has been has been great. I'm mm-hmm. not going to say all of it's been awesome because some of them some of them aren't you know super super amazing, but some right. of them but they're at the very least very good, right? Yeah. And and if you're gonna if you're gonna try and launch a connected universe like that and try and do the same thing and and kind of fill those shoes or try and be better. Then Marvel, you have to come better than what you're doing. You have to fucking sit down. You have to look at what you're putting out there and and give us a, a better villain. Mm-hmm. Give us somebody that we give a shit about. Have some have it make a difference. Have it count. Like who are you rescuing? The Suicide Squad literally rescued the fucking woman that's holding them captive. Like the the whole thing just came full circle. Like there was nothing there was nothing that was uh what do you there was nothing at stake mm-hmm. that really made me give a shit at all like about who won who lost like it, it was all self-contained in a little bubble you know what it was for me though i think suicide squad it was more or less about me giving a shit about the plot mm-hmm. it, and i feel like that uh, i don't know dude i feel like me going into movies is, has been forever changed because i went to school for acting like and this is the same thing with that i've heard this from other people who have gone to school for different things like if you go to school uh, to, for, as a uh, for directing, if you go to school for lighting, if you go to school for acting, like ever since I actually got involved in acting and that that was what I wanted to do, every single time I went to a movie, it is I spend more time looking at what the person is doing with the character. Mm-hmm. Like, well, it was there was a lot of Will Smith. But I thought Will Smith as Deadshot was good. I mean, but it was it was like Will Smith, right? You know, with a little bit of Deadshot in there. It was more Will Smith than anything. Right. Margot Robbie and Jared Leto, fucking fucking amazing. Yeah. Like I thought they like they are unrecognizable, right? And and I have more. I get more enjoyment focusing on those things. And the plot is like a secondary thing to me. And, it, and I feel like it has been for a while. Like I go into the movies and there's sometimes, dude, I don't even fucking realize what's going on. I'm more, I'm looking more at the actors. And I think maybe that's why Suicide Squad was so good for me. Cause I was blown away by some of these actors and the stuff they were doing. Like I thought, like I said, Margot Robbie, she's one of my favorite parts of this. I thought she was phenomenal. Um, and I also thought that Jared Leto was great. Um, and Jared Leto, for those of you who don't know, did some crazy like method shit getting ready for this. Like, um, he, I guess sent a, package to um margot robbie uh when she was on the set and it was like it's like in crown it was like from the joker and like she like like felt something in the box and like she opened it up and it was like a fucking live rat like he like literally went to the nth degree to like fuck with people as the joker and will smith was on good morning america i think right it was like the friday or the the day before it came out and they were talking about like what it was like to work on Suicide Squad and what it was like to, you know, how did they like work? Yeah, didn't he like, say like he hates him? Well, he said he didn't say he hates him. He's like, I, he's like, I don't like Jared Leto when he's the Joker. He's like, but he's like, I've been working with Jared Leto. He's like for six months. He's like, and I just met Jared Leto like four days ago. 
Like he didn't like he completely was the Joker the entire time until filming stopped. For me, I feel like that's a little too much. I mean, like if you're gonna go method cool. Like I know Daniel Day Lewis does that. Like he walks around uh, when they were doing gangs in New York. He walked around New York City in a top hat and a cane. Like for me, that doesn't make any sense. Like that's cool if you want to like get in character, but if you're walking around in modern day New York City in a top hat and a cane. I don't understand how you're going to do anything that relates to that time period. Like nobody in that time period hailed a cab. Like there weren't people walking around with iPhones. Like how are you getting into character? Like mm. if you want to walk around a top yeah, hat, I think and a it's cane, all bullshit, man. I think yeah, it's it's bullshit. And I honestly, oh, like we can't. We have to call you Mr. President when they were doing Lincoln. Like, dude, get over yourself. Yeah. Also, like I'm, I'm the Joker, but yet I'm not doing anything criminal. Yeah, and then in the, <laughs> yeah, and then in the uh, and then in the I guess when uh, Day Lewis was was getting in character for John Proctor in the crucible. He built like a fucking shack by hand, you know, like just put, got all those stuff and built it by hand with like nails and stuff. I mean like, all right, bro, like it's cool. You want to be all method, but like, I feel like there's a point where like when the, when the camera stops rolling, you know, like be sociable. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't understand that. I, I get it. If you don't, if it's, if you really want to engross yourself in that character and that's all you want to think about, and you really want to get your mind there. Like, Go for it, man. But, like, I've never been that type of an actor. It's like, as soon as the camera, like, rolling, boom, go into the character and then step out of it when yeah, it's or done. Even if, even if you take, like, 15 minutes before you start filming to, to get yourself there. Right? And I, I usually do that. Like, before yeah. I go on stage, I take a couple minutes. My thing is I listen to music that puts me in, the, in, that, uh, in that kind of that, um, that mood. Right. You know, um, I'll listen to music to get me, like, amped up. Um, I know Jim does that too. Like Jim, like before every show, like he's got a ritual like I do. Like I listen to um, uh, a specific song by the Rolling Stones. He listens to like a, uh, a Metallica song, you know, and then like, and then he gets into his thing. Like when we were doing uh, the show in New York, like Jim would spend like good, like six minutes before, like literally like working himself up emotionally. So when he came on stage, like he was crying, you know? So it, it really comes down to, I think how far you're willing to go. But I feel like, like being, I mean, it's almost like when, when I hear that, when I hear like they have to do it like, you know, 24 seven, it's like, I feel like they're scared that if they stop, they're going to be unable to, to hit that, that character again. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I feel like if you're, dude, if you're a good, if you're a good actor, then you shouldn't be, shouldn't be a problem. Just dude, I mean, like, like they worked so hard and like they tried like several different ways of doing that character and they finally hit this one way of doing it and like oh i can't stop this because if i do i'm never going to get it back no i think you can hit it if you just challenge yourself and and put the time into it you know you should be fine um but anyways so i mean that's what i thought of suicide squad i mean those are valid points they make a lot of sense um i can definitely see that um i still haven't seen ghostbusters we were talking about that earlier i'm definitely going to go check it out um, but I do have one movie that I want to check out before Ghostbusters, which is Sausage Party. Mm-hmm. Keep hearing like phenomenal things about that. Paul went to see it on like I think premiere night or whatever, and said it was like when the first like two minutes, he's like, "You're like holy shit! I can't believe they just did that." You know, um, he said the the audience was in like hysterics with this movie the entire time. So, um, I mean, it's Seth Rogen, Jonah Hill, like you know all those guys. Yeah. So I can only imagine like how funny it's going to be. So that's the next thing on my list and then after that i'm gonna go check out ghostbusters um so i have a here's something i know we usually do a segment but i have a a it's a new segment um i don't really have an intro for it but it's a question i don't know if it's more of a segment it's a question that i want to ask you and i'm going to throw it on you i didn't tell you about it ahead of time because i want to see what your initial reaction is i know i'm not good at initial reactions. no i know but if you even if you have to think about it for a second um what is a song that people would probably bust your balls about or make fun of you that you listen to, but you actually love it. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, there's a song that, like, you probably would jam out to or, like, be like, yeah, I like this song. Like, you know what I mean? But I'm not going to tell anybody else I like it. Uh, that's, that's actually <laughs> easy. Uh, Megan Trainer, If I Was You. <laughs> okay. I right, cool. love that song. All right, cool, man. Yeah. All right, because you know what mine is? You're going to laugh your ass off. We Are Family by Sister Sledge. <laughs> Dude, what's wrong with that? No, I'm just saying, man. Like most people, you just came at me with like one of the coolest fucking songs in in history. Yeah, but like, dude, I'll fucking dance out to like rock to that shit. Like people, a lot of people like uh, like 
No, like seriously, like there's nothing wrong with that. So oh, you I just fucking you love just that made song. you just made me tell you that I listen to Megan Trainer, <laughs> and you're gonna come out with Sister Sledge that we are family. Get the fuck out of here! I'm man. telling you though. Jesus Christ! No, no, Megan Trainer. That's a good song though. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's not a bad song. Like I actually like that Ed Sheeran song. <laughs> What's the fucking name of it? The the uh, what is it? Um, oh shit, I forgot the name of it. It's on his. It's like a fast song. Oh, shit, man. I can't remember the name. I'm going to look it up right now. Ed Sheeran. What the hell is the name of it? It was kind of like a rappy song. I think it's, uh, it's based on somebody, too. Um, hold on. It's called... I think this is it. Thinking Out Loud. Nope. That's, that's the slow one. Uh, oh, it's called Don't. Uh, this one. Hold on. Play the beginning of it. You know that song, right? Have you ever heard that? No. Hold on. No. All right. So it's called, you got to download like the explicit because it's called don't, but basically the whole chorus is like, don't fuck with my love. And like, it's actually pretty good because the whole song is actually about uh, Eli Golding. You know who she is? Yeah. She, yeah, it's about her. Like, a lot of people didn't know that for a while, but it's actually, some people thought it was about Taylor Swift, mm-hmm. uh, but it's not. It's actually about her. So, if you listen to the song Keep Her in Mind, they were like torn and shit and like messing around. And then she literally one night just like decided to go fuck one of the guys from One Direction. <laughs> and Ed Sheeran's like, fuck you. That's basically what that whole song is to her. You know, he, she basically, like, they were in the whole town. He same- must not listen to her music. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? But, like, honestly, I just thought, like, it was. It's a good song. So that's one of my guilty pleasures. But yeah, I don't know. Like, I just feel like, I feel like, uh, we are family by sister sledge is like the one song that is associated with like the gay pride, like gay pride parade. People is like, it? Yeah. Like it, what dude? watch the, bird. I thought it was like no. Gloria Gaynor. Uh, what's, what's that fucking song? Uh, the, the one that's like the anthem or whatever, you know what I'm talking about? No, I don't. Come on. What are you talking? Oh, uh, it's raining men. No, well, that- <laughs> <laughs> that's a little too obvious. Yeah, I know. Uh, that's no, why the, I said that. I know what, that's not it. <laughs> what is? Come on, Becca, you just walked oh, in Becca here. Just walked in. All Glo- right. Gloria Gaynor. What's the song? I will yes, thank oh, you. I will survive. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. So, um, it's uh, I will survive is a good one, but no, like, uh, Sister Sledge, like, I definitely like we are family. That's like the theme song in the Birdcage. So, I don't know. I just feel like that's what that's usually associated with, but I'll jam out to it. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Cool. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, I like it when you were like, oh, that's easy, Megan Trainer. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool, man. Sweet. Well, um, yeah, dude, is there anything else that you wanted to add? Because we're coming up on an hour. Um, I, I mean, know we're – are we going to th- – I, I think what we're going to do is – I'm actually going to make sure that we do this. I want to post um, the Tate Seinzik – uh, interview separately yeah um, just as its own thing because we did interview him we got about a it was like 10 minutes um uh, interview with him and the guy was like super cool um for those of you who don't know who he is he's like a, an insane makeup artist um he does great makeup um he was actually <laughs> he was actually making um people look like walkers at uh at yeah walker stalker and he had this that was one, cool that was really cool there was this one woman that was getting made up as a walker like in front of her daughter because her daughter like didn't think she would do it and she got all done up by him and then she basically like chased her around and the daughter was so embarrassed yeah so <laughs> it was like stop it mom yeah oh my god so i thought it was awesome um <laughs> oh my god stop get away um so i thought that was great but our he was on um face off and uh he actually like sliced up his finger and came back and and didn't but he still made it to like one of the final rounds but um He's won face-off, too. Uh, so if you guys have not checked him out, uh, definitely check him out on, on Facebook. Check, check him out on YouTube. Um, he's got some great videos, too. Um, but you're going to hear a really cool interview about his experiences and um, uh, some advice if you're kind of looking to get into uh, makeup and special effects, like what might be like the, the, you know, the right path to take to kind of succeed in that arena um because that is kind of like you know that's the backstage that's the stuff that people never really see they just you know see it when the camera's rolling so kind of cool to hear about it from another angle yeah i thought he was awesome man he was uh he was very uh very kind yeah he was super cool yeah and like just like fun yeah to talk to yeah definitely 
All right, man. Well, uh, I don't know. You got anything else you want to add? No, I'm good, man. Uh, I mean, next week we should definitely uh, talk about some of the new stuff that's been coming out uh, mm-hmm. for, for Luke Cage. Definitely. Uh, I'd love for you to check out um, at least one episode of The Get Down because mm-hmm. uh, that's like my new obsession right now. It's fucking awesome. And uh, we would be talking about Stranger Things, but I haven't finished watching it yet. So we will next episode. Yeah, for sure. Um, also, one other thing, I just want to throw this out there, kind of a little bit of uh, um, you know, a sneak about what's going on or what's going to be coming. So um, everybody knows who Viola Davis is because, uh, you know, obviously she was in Suicide Squad and she's been killing it for a while on film. But um, I um, know her sister, uh, Dolores Grant, really well. Um, I've actually had the... Uh, opportunity to work with her um you know she's a teacher at central falls high school and uh she works a lot in the arts but um she is actually going to be a guest on our podcast and she's going to talk to us about um you know what's going on with her um as far as like you know what she does with education and also she'll be able to kind of talk about um what it's like to hang out with her sister and go to the academy awards and um hang out with the entire cast of suicide squad so that'll be fun um, and she also has um, the jacket that Boomerang wore in Suicide Squad. So um, hopefully um, she's already told me that I'll get a chance to wear that. Um, so, you know, Cooley and I will, will probably be able to put on that jacket and take a couple of pictures and uh, post those for you guys. So um, that is to come. But other than that, um, yeah, guys, keep uh, keep checking us out. We'll be going to New York Comic Con on October 7th. And then obviously yeah. uh, we're going to be going to uh, Rhode Island Comic Con. Yeah, and uh, New York Comic Con. That's going to be your first like actual like big comic book convention, right? Yeah, yeah. I've never been to New York Comic Con before. I know you've been, so I'm looking forward to it. Um, but yeah, kind of like Walker Stalker and Rhode Island Comic Con and stuff like that are the ones that I've been to. But New York Comic Con be the biggest one. Yeah, now uh, Rhode Island Comic Con is is a big convention. Don't get yeah. me wrong, and they do a good job with what they do. Uh, but when you go to New York, when you go to San Diego, when you go to, uh, well, Wizard World Chicago was, mm-hmm. was one of the huge ones. Um, when you go to, when you go to those conventions and you have like a Marvel booth and a DC booth and a, uh, a dark horse booth and stuff like that. And like, they're actually all like, like completely like decked out with like all like, you know, the fanfare and the, the statues and, and all that. Yeah. It's just, it's a completely di- different atmosphere, man. Like you're going to, it's going to be, you're going to see the difference, man. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it, man. I can't wait. Um, that's going to be awesome. Everybody keeps telling me like New York is awesome. So, um, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it, man. I can't wait. So October 7th will come quick. Sweet. So, all right, guys. Well, check us out on Twitter as always. Uh, keep checking uh, redbeardpodcast.com. Uh, we're going to post uh, the Tate Seinsick interview, so make sure you're checking for that as well. And, and Like uh, us on Facebook. Yeah, and we'll uh, catch you guys next week. Facebook. Peace. Peace. Later. Later. Facebook. <laughs>